What if my partner is pressuring me and I'm just not ready? So right after this podcast today, we are heading over to our online community called Patreon, where we are going to do a long Q&A and answer the questions that come in over in that community. They're really specific to people's situations, and it's a really fun time for us each month to come and say, here's, here's our three points of view on this question. Um, plus, each of us this month, we did a live um, Q&A individually with mm-hmm. people. So that's always fun as well. So there's lots of opportunity over there to go interact with us. Um, and it's really cheap. It's really affordable yes. to hop on and join us over there. We're trying to make it so no matter what your circumstances, you can have that support and help that you need. Yep. We are so glad that you're here because you're choosing to thrive after betrayal, trauma, or addiction. Hi, I'm Ashlyn, the once betrayed. I'm Kobe, the once addicted. And I'm Brandon, the expert. Now, why am I an expert? Because I've treated betrayal, trauma, and addiction for over a decade. Okay, you guys, I'm going to read a review here. It says, unfiltered views from three perspectives in the addiction world. Um, Thought-provoking insight, which has allowed me to become more open-minded and honest about my addiction and true character flaws. I'm grateful for their commitment to providing solid opinions on what, what has worked for them, and you can feel when a story has experience behind it. The only thing I want is edit the sound. The sound level of their voices varies a lot during the podcast, so I find it difficult to hear unless I am in a quiet environment. Headphones almost make it worse for me. This hasn't stopped me from listening to 50% of their content in the last month. First off, thank you for staying with us after (laughs) such bad content or sound. (laughs) I mean, we we were on a cheap mic, um, in a like in your daughter's bedroom, um, for the first half of the episodes that we did. Yeah, and we're just giving our time away, right? So we we didn't really want to invest. And we didn't know equipment. what we were doing with <laughs> technology no and no idea. But w- but we've legitimized yeah. ourselves, and hopefully you can hear the difference. We have the, these expensive mics, and um, we've invested in our production. So yeah. you're going to get uh, maybe a little, maybe the production will not be a distraction anymore. We don't want to get rid of all the, content. all of that content yeah. that was done on the bad mic. Um, but so but so- bad. sorry, <laughs> it is bad. We acknowledge that, but it's better we now. We own it. Yeah. Okay. So what if your spouse is pressuring you? Um, there, there, there's a, there's a couple of topics here and I want to hit on both and it's from both sides. It's from, the, the addict or the, the indulgent who has betrayed their spouse, and it's from the, the side of the spouse who's feeling pressured. So what can happen is D-Day will come, we call it, we call it Discovery Day, or wh- whatever we want to call it, where everything blows up, um, or maybe it happens over a long period of time, and then the, the addict starts to get into recovery, things are going really well, um, he's desiring more connection, and she's and I always say he or she, but I, I I got some feedback this week saying, look, sometimes the the uh, person who's betrayed is is actually the 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 woman, right? So it goes both ways. The man, the betrayer is the, the betrayer woman. is the woman, right? Okay. It goes okay. both yeah. ways. It goes both ways. Anyways, um, and I lost my train of thought. Oh, so so ignore s- our he's and she's <laughs> as much as possible. Yes, as much as possible. So. Anyways, the the person who's experienced the betrayal trauma um, oftentimes isn't ready to 
just jump right in and connect. And, and, and the person who has betrayed starts to get frustrated and hopeless, feeling like, I want to, I, like, uh, can't we just get over this? It's been a long time. I'm doing a lot of hard work. I'm changing. I'm different. When, when am I going to be forgiven? Um, when can we just move forward? And this is actually one of my favorite topics because there's some little tricks to this that can actually make it so that instead of making it worse and causing problems in your relationship, you can use this, this tension um, and this pain to catapult you toward more intimacy and connection and safety in your relationship. Um, if you understand a couple of things. If you don't, then you can cause all kinds of problems, okay? So, um, but first off, let's just talk about the, the problem itself, okay? So, Ashlyn, you hear this from the women that you mentor. Maybe you felt this yourself. Oh, yes. Um, will you just kind of explain what it is we're talking about? Yeah, so I remember trying to figure out, like, what is it that he is doing that is driving me crazy? Um, and just like the wall just kept getting bigger. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't helping. And it was this bullish um, kind of take towards me. And um, our therapist, I remember her saying, hey, Kobe, you're being a bully. Mm -hmm. Like slow down and let her do her thing and you do your thing. And sometimes I look at it and I think um, I hear from women a lot that their spouse is saying, you know, look what I did. I'm doing so much good. Like, give me a pat on pat the on back. back. boy, yeah. You're doing it. Which, yeah, they need that. However, I'm over here deep in pain. Yeah. And not feeling heard. And you're pushing and bullying me to, when are you going to, when can I hug you? Uh, when are, when can we have sex again? Yeah. Or why aren't we, we're only having sex once a week. You know, it's like, yeah. it's never, they already, f well, I'm speaking for a lot of you here, but for most of the betrayed, you don't feel enough. And so when those moments come, it's just that, yep, you're never going to be enough. Driving that home. Oh, yeah. Yes. It's not helpful to, to get you to want to connect more. The more he pouts or begs or, or, like you say, he's being a bull, like trying to force his way in, you're not like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Like, I just want to be connected to you. Yeah. It doesn't happen that way. Right. Does it? And the crazy part of this is it goes back <laughs> kind of that episode we had that's I love you, I hate you. Mm -hmm. So you still can have those feelings of I really do want to be with you. And I also hate you. Right. Like, why do you keep doing this? It's a turnoff when you're pushing and bullying me. Right. So so an important thing <clears throat> for the person who has be betrayed to understand is that their partner needs to go through a process of healing. Okay, so it's a process of healing. It's not, okay, I got honest with everything, we flushed it all out, and now you're better. Life is good. It's now the rehab work. Uh, now, now the rehab starts to, to take place. And, and that rehab is a process and it takes time. And so um, the more you expect her, her to just get better, the, the more you're actually pushing her to not get better. Because... It's really helpful if you can understand that there's a process and you can become an asset for her to process that pain. So instead of saying, why don't you get over your pain? You say, hey, I'm a safe person for you to process your pain with. Um, instead of saying, why won't you have sex with me? You, you say, I want to understand what it's like for you, for you to feel stuck there. Like, talk to me. 
Um, I'm here for you. Instead of saying, you better connect with me as much as I want, um, you go to her and you say, I understand why you need space and I'll give that to you. And if you give her space, if you give her empathy, if, if you're patient with it, then you'll become this thing to her where, where she trusts you to care about who she is and what she's going through. And it helps her process through that pain to heal, right? What are you thinking, Kobe? Lots. <laughs> and um, th- this, is, this, is a really, this is a really insightful topic for me because I'm reflecting back to the, the potential reasons why I would pressure you. And I, I know for sure that I would be bullish or I would pressure you to to like get over your hurt, right? Is that a fair statement? Yes. You only said it once because I was like, oh, no, don't ever say that again. Yeah. How, when are you going to get over this? For sure. Um, and I think looking back on it, okay, the, the, real, the real deep down reason why I, I said that is because I was so uncomfortable observing you in your pain and I felt helpless and I simply wanted it to go away. So, so it was a, it was a, you know, it goes back to classic, like I need to fix this because I'm uncomfortable. So I have like, it, it really manifested my, my tolerance for discomfort for how I've hurt my partner. But, but this is, this is the very point, which is if you can't handle her pain, then what you're what you're saying to her without saying it is that I'm weak, is is I can't handle your discomfort. I'm weak. This has to go away. This needs to be fixed. Totally. If you can handle her pain, which means you can allow her to have it, um, you can tolerate that she is in pain, and that some of that pain has to do with the things that you've done. That shows strength, and as that shows strength, she feels safety because she's she's with a person who's strong. Mm-hmm. When when she gets that weakness feel from you of like let's fix this let's fix this let's fix this she doesn't feel safety and so she doesn't want to be vulnerable and she doesn't want to connect and it I feel like the pull of codependency and all of that statement of she maybe won't open up because she's afraid she knows in past he shuts down he takes right. on all he that emotion it. right <clears throat> and back and forth he's taking that on and so it is and what you're saying is right on and I would tell Kobe, like, I just want you to be strong, like be steady right, and right. that's it. But, but you think about it and an addict who is acting out and hiding things and has a lot of secrets going on, they got a lot of shame going on as well. I'm bad. I'm unworthy. I'm not okay. And like so there's double whammy. Well, the, the, they're, they're feeling weak. They're feeling like they can't control their compulsions and that they're weak. And so when, when the spouse is feeling their weakness, they're feeling similar feelings to, to what addict behavior is. Yeah. And so it's, you know, when, when it's, it's fighting fire with fire, when, when you want her to connect to you, don't go to her and act like a person in shame who's weak. Um, that will not get her to want to connect to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, sorry, go ahead. Finish your thought I on that. I was just thinking, um, along with this question is a lot of like, we're still here. We've been working so long or maybe one of you feels like I've done my work and now it's your turn mm-hmm. and it just seems so long. But I, I tell these, this to some of my girls, it doesn't matter how long, like all of our process, the time is different, right? right. And you can't really count the time you're not working therapy as a recovery. Like, right. That's I have a good point. girls who are like, but 
you know, I've known for 20 years and I'm, we're still here. And I'm like, yeah, but you can't count that. It might've gotten worse in the, <laughs> in the last 19 years. Right. Like you know? now you, you just decided four yeah. months ago to actually get to work to heal. Right. That's what you count. <laughs> yes. That's a good point. It's the effort and the work and the focus to heal is what you're saying is what, is yes. what counts. So there's a second part of this. In addition to me, like pressuring you to like get, get over this quote unquote, get over this. There's a second part where I felt like I was really bullish with you. And I don't know how common this is or isn't, Brandon, from your experience, but I I would pressure and bully you to um, to have sex. Um, and and I think, this is what I think, just re- reflecting back on this, that, that that manifested in a couple of ways. One was just like, hey, like the, the persistent let's have sex. And I don't know that I was necessarily man enough or straightforward enough to say, Hey, let's have sex. But I think I would come, I would approach the subject in a really passive aggressive. Oh, it, I just, I'm just thinking back to it. You guys, well, the like, energy, like, yeah, ugh. I'm just thinking, <laughs> let, let me pout my way to sex yes. and, be, and force you. It was yeah. like, I didn't have the, I was, oh, let me, let me say this. I was so insecure and, um, that I, that I couldn't directly say, Hey, Ashlyn, let's have sex or, I, I was so insecure and I felt like I was I was unworthy to ask for that. And at the same time, um, I would like think that sex equaled love. So I was like desperate for quote unquote love because I didn't know how to connect otherwise, right? Sex equal love, so I didn't know how to emotionally connect with you because I was so uncomfortable, anyways. But right? if we're having sex regularly, that means we're good, right? Oh my <laughs> gosh! So, so the so so the real, I guess, what I'm trying to say is, is that I approached, man, this is just kind of like I'm just thinking this through. I was so passive aggressive about the topic of sex, and I was bullish because I I approached it in a really weak, insecure, shame filled way. And then when we didn't have sex, then I would like heap on the, the bullish, like, ah, oh, you're this, or uh, I would be frustrated, right? And I, maybe I wouldn't say it so much in like an attacking, bullying way, but I would think it and resentment would build. And I'd be like, gosh, I'm like, she doesn't love me and I can't believe this. And here we are again. And um, all that stuff came from just a super, super unhealthy place. I only bring this up because I, I think it's important to, if you are the person who was the indulgent or the addicted, I want you to number one process and think about your tolerance for pain to comfort your partner and how that needs to grow. But number two, realize that what, although you might think that sex equals love and although that might have been your experience, what, what you are really seeking and really earnestly wanting without maybe knowing it is connection is emotional connection, but, but, is but, closeness. But hang on here. Um, and maybe you're wanting sex. Maybe you're wanting physical sex. Mm-hmm. And I, I think we, we need to be careful to, there, there's a dialectic here, which means two opposing things can coexist. So you can go to your partner and be honest with them and say, I want sex. Mm-hmm. Like I would like to connect in that way. And, and what we're not saying is to just shut up and empathize all the time. Just shut up and just, it's be honest, but be empathetic. So, so be honest. I, I would like to have sex with you right now, 
but she'll feel whether or not there's that pressure behind it. If she says, no, mm. I'm not comfortable with that right now. If you can then be empathetic and understanding, that's a good thing. Um, if you if you become pouty and passive aggressive, if you then, become Kobe, <laughs> then <laughs> that's what you're saying, right? So so it's okay. She might feel some pressure if you're honest. Hey, I desire sex. Maybe every day you're saying I desire sex, but if she also feels like you know what, he can deal with it. He's man enough to handle it, and he can he can connect to me in other ways. Um, if I whether I give him sex or not, and I can be honest back with him about where I'm at, that's where a healthy relationship exists, is that honesty and that empathy. So it's a matter of being, and I, I totally appreciate you saying that because I do believe that those things can coexist. That that, and I know for sure for me, I've 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 totally had moments where it's like, look, I I would like to have sex, and that's why I want to connect with you for sure because I wanted to have sex, right. and and not from a desperate place of prop me up emotionally, um, make me feel better. I'm feeling insecure. So let's a have consumption. Sex. I want to consume you. Yeah. Sex. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's, that's a super, that's, that's just a great, great point. And I think the most important way to decipher which one you are. Okay. Is the energy that you feel if you're anxious yeah. and you're, and you're like, Oh my gosh, Oh my gosh, Oh my gosh, I need to have this because I'm concerned. We're not connected. I need to have, or it's just like, you know what? I'm just really feeling like I want to have sex with you. And I, I never thought you'd say that to me. That's <laughs> <laughs> really weird. For those of you who are watching, you saw that red, like, wait a second. Yeah, Look um, at me and say little, that. little awkward. Here. Right, right, right. <laughs> but but that's that's a really great way to vet where you are if you're the indulgent Kay. or the addicted. Can I speak? To I, I would totally want to hear what you're okay, thinking. Okay, so this is how I've approached this and how I've seen it work for other people, okay? Is it goes both ways. So he could be speaking his truth and saying, hey, I really, I miss being with you. I hear that a lot. Like, especially if they're doing a sex fast, it just right. feels like hopeless. This is gonna be forever. Um, they're feeling a lot of rejection. And so they do come and with that puppy dog, like, oh, I miss your body, I miss right. you, I mm -hmm. wanna touch you, and oh, we're doing this hard thing. And that, the betrayed can get like, super annoyed of yeah. stop like we're doing this thing to learn and to get to a place where we can have healthy sex like right just uh, like be like with me engage in the process yes, here right yeah. um but instead of um i think it can go both ways so they can show up in their truth the mm -hmm. the indulgent and say this is what i miss and i i want this with you and the betrayed can say yeah like you're not having it like put that wall up and right. i'm so mad and frustrated right or this is what I've been hoping people can start to do is speak that hope to yourself and to them at the same time with your truth. Yes. I, I wish that we could. Right. I want to be there too. I am so not there. Right. I am not ready and I'm working on it. Right. And what I've seen this happen with some of these girls and their husbands is it things start to shift yeah. instead of the every day showing up frustrated and bully and bullied they're they're feeling heard right yes you said something ashlyn that i think really leaves it like it was really brilliant and there are many things that you, what you say yes. are brilliant but th there's brilliant. one but legit <laughs> though there's one piece on that that i think was really important um and that is i want to as well but i'm just not ready yeah i think i need it's to not hear no the like hope. i'm shutting you down i'm rejecting you it's I want to as well, 
I'm just not ready. But it's like my brain, if I just said no, that's a hard no and there's no emotion in it right. except anger. Nor does it right. nor does it really tell the story of what you're actually no. feeling. But I right. felt like when I can show up in that way, I'm still speaking my truth. I'm not ready. Right. And I'm still hurt, but I'm also speaking my truth of I do have that desire and I'm it's still there. Like that's right. why we're in this. It's right. hope to me, but also hope to you so you don't go to rejection. Right. But I think the the critical kind of key to this uh, you know, in the process of recovery, as as you're, as you're healing from trauma, as you're rebuilding trust, it's learning how not to take things personally. Yes. Yeah, you know? I totally agree. So, so if if you know what you know, when I go home tonight, and my wife comes to me and says, "Hey, I really want to have sex." Like, <laughs> like I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, you never know, you know. Um, <laughs> that was Jenny. awesome. But she, she doesn't listen, so she'll never. No, know she you never. Said that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she comes, she, I really, really want to have sex, right? Um, I could take that personally. I could think, oh, well, you know, if I don't, then I'm a bad spouse. And if I, you know, it, I, I can't be honest with her and she thinks I'm bad. And I could I could take that personally. Now, I could say back to her, um, I, having sex with you right now is the last thing I want to do. And she could take that personally. Totally. Right? But but if I'm being honest, then I would never say that. Um <laughs> <laughs> there it but, is. but if I am being honest, then it, good for me. And she can deal with that. And, and, and then she can connect to me of like, oh, where are you at? Tell me what's going on. Which is that what right? you just said, like that would be extremely hard to do. Yes. And not feel rejected in a statement like that. Right. 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 Like that is the last That's thing I want truth. to do right now. That's the reality. Like I have zero desire. Ouch. Rejection. Yeah. But that rejection is actually something that you're making you're you're making yourself. Yeah. And it, it you know what what they think of you is none of your business. So if they're coming to you saying wait repeat uh, that last thing. What they think of you is none of your business. Um so my eyes are closed that? and I'm like <laughs> thinking <laughs> think that What the hell did Brandon just say? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. If if I go to my wife today and I say, "Hey, I want to have sex." And if all of her stuff comes up like, "Well, I'm I'm not good enough for him and I'm going to have to do this thing. I don't have boundaries. That's all of her stuff. If she's able to say, oh, that's interesting. So that's what you're great. saying is her stuff is none of your business. Kind of. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Or my stuff is none of hers. If I go, she, she could say, that's great. Uh, um, I have zero desire for sex right now. And then both of us, we're, we're on opposite ends of the spectrum and neither one of us is bad or wrong or crazy or horrible here. We're just, that's where we're at. So now we can connect in the reality of where we're at with each other. Mm -hmm. If we don't take it personally, we can listen, we can empathize, we can understand each other, and we don't have to have sex. We might end up having sex if we connect like that. Um, but that is where the connection exists, is when, when I let down my stuff and taking it personally, then I can see her, I can hear her, I can validate her and understand her, and vice versa. We, we got to keep the the goal in mind okay so what i mean by that is um it's not about time it's not about well we've spent this much on therapy or we've been to therapy for the three years now when the heck is this going to happen that's not what the indicators of real recovery are the, the amount of time that you have going to 12 step that means nothing it's just time what what matters for real recovery 
is your ability to connect in a vulnerable, authentic way to God's self and others. If you can do that, then you're, you're, you're in recovery. You're showing up with strength. You're knowing who you are. You're loving yourself, right? So, so throwing time in your partner's face doesn't mean anything. In fact, it's, it, it's actually an indicator of where you are, of and how your little tolerance. recovery you really do have. Yeah, I totally right? agree. And 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 like we've said this a bazillion times, that part of recovery is increasing your tolerance for discomfort, um, for yourself, and also for others. Yes, but especially the person that you've that you've hurt. And remember the whole idea with this. That I mean, remember the name of the episode of this episode. Yeah. Say it. I'm feeling pressured my partner but I'm not ready that's that's what I want you guys to remember if you're the indulgent or you're the, you're the addicted is don't pressure and if and if you feel like okay it, it, you have to be able to understand what are the behaviors what is the energy what are the words that I use and feel when I when I am pr- in that, in that H- place healthy of attachment is never consumption of the other person and what I mean by that is healthy attachment is never using the other person for your own validation and your own needs. Yeah. Um, love is selfless. And so love is caring and it's connecting in that way. And, yeah. and, and when that's reciprocated between two people, that's what making love is. And so if you need to use your partner to feel good enough, um, then you have a, a now we all do it to some degree. Sure, I gotta say. Sure, but then you have a little work to do on on your on your security on how strong you are individually, so that you can show up as a partner that can create that safety. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Well, I'm glad that you guys are here, and this was a really cool episode for me because I was able to reflect a lot about where I was and these little moments. It's really interesting. Like these these conversations like this are just cool because we can we can um, give everybody a peek behind the curtain as to where you were, Ashlyn, and what it was like to be to be pressured. But also, I can identify why I was thinking those things when I was pressuring you because I didn't realize them at the time. But looking back, it's like, oh my gosh, that's totally where I was. And you know, Brandon, this is exactly why you're you're the legend and you're here. No, oh, just to offer that. But honestly, this is this is this is a super rad. That's insightful. why I want, my wife always wants to have sex with me. <laughs> <laughs> but why are we laughing? You the music, <laughs> <laughs> guys. We appreciate you being here. If you haven't yet, please go ahead and rate and review, and uh, subscribe. And uh, we will see you again. See you guys. I want to invite you guys over to our premium site, where you get in-depth content and access to us. We answer questions there for you and you get interaction with like-minded people. To find that site, go ahead and click details and scroll to the bottom, you'll see the link to our Patreon site.